Hi, you're listening to Go See a Show, New York City's independent theater podcast. Navigating your teenage years is difficult for just about everybody. And in Athena, a new play by Gracie Gardner presented by The Hearth at Jack in Brooklyn, we get a glimpse at how two young women meet and impact each other's lives. But with swords, or foils, I guess you call them actually, they're fencing. But swords. I sat down with the director and cast after a recent performance. I'll let them introduce themselves. Take a listen. I always like to start with everyone's name on the mic. Welcome to the podcast. Tell me, tell me who you are and what you did on the show. Awesome. I'm Emma Miller, and I'm the director of the show and a co-artistic director of The Hearth. And the show is? Athena. Excellent. By Gracie Gardner. By Gracie Gardner. <laughs> Who's sadly not here. I know. Yeah, she's, she's in, in Gibraltar. <laughs> I mean... We have it better, guys. Yeah. yeah, we got it really good. It was like 72 degrees. It's beautiful. To, yeah, it's beautiful out yeah, in Brooklyn exactly. tonight. It's great. I'm Abby All, um, and I play Mary Wallace in Athena. I'm Julia Greer, and I played Athena in Athena, and I'm also a co-artistic director of The Heart. <laughs> I'm Eva Ravenal, and I'm Jamie in Athena. So who wants to give me the... the uh, the, what's the pitch? What's the elevator pitch? I mean, tell people to come to see. Uh, I love the artistic directors are pointing at each other. Yes. Uh, tell people to come see Athena. What is your, like, if this is a 30-second podcast, what do you tell them? Sure. Athena is about two high school female fencers who are practicing together for nationals and the friendship that develops over the time that they get to know each other. That's a perfect summation of Thank what goes on so here. Much. I love that this show is about so much. <laughs> and I, I don't even know where to start. So I'm going to start with a super obvious question. Did y'all know how to fence when you walked in here? Definitely not. No way. We did not. Holy shnikes. <laughs> I was like, I was convinced. I was like, that's why they got cast, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Because like, I mean, apart from the fact that they're both badass actors, like they can both fence and you have to fence for a show about fencing. Who we Do you have a fence learned. choreographer? Like what was that all about? We spent an hour at um, a fe- Manhattan Fencing Center with kind of a fencing expert, and that kind of Oleg. gave us our foundation. Oleg, Hi, Oleg, we if love you're Oleg. listening, thank you. Shout out. Mad props Shout to Oleg. Oleg. Well, Oleg gave you a really great foundation because you, I mean, not that I am a fencing expert, but y'all had me convinced. <laughs> well, good. Great. And um, then we had a fight director, um, Ryan Bork, who gave us a lot of guidance. <laughs> a lot of guidance. He watched, he's not a fencer either, but he watched a lot of fencing videos. Um, As did your sound and set designer, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And we watched a lot. Of we watched a lot of fencing videos. Now my YouTube recommendations are totally thrown off. <laughs> yeah, and now I'm like ready to watch fencing in the Olympics. Like I'm very excited about it. Oh, that. yeah, yeah. Just two more years. Two more yeah, years. Ready. Yeah. I kind of know what's happening. Why isn't this a winter sport? Is it not indoors? indoors? I know. Yeah. It's, it's so, it yeah. could be. Very versatile. Every two years, let's like petition the Olympic Committee. Um, so, uh, how did you? I'm curious to know how the Hearth found the show and uh, like what brought it. What brought it to y'all? Did you develop this together? We did. We knew Gracie. Um, we've known her for years, and she basically said, kind of in passing, that she was interested in writing, and she had been trying to write a play about fencing for years and years. And, and she fenced. when she fenced. She did. Okay, she did. so she was a high school fencer. She, was, she went to she junior, junior Olympics. Olympics. She was, yeah. She's Whoa. very good. Very good. Nuts. All right, so that's yeah. like a little so bit of autobiography kind of, going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we basically were like, how can we make sure that you write this? And then we ended up commissioning her and helped her develop it. Is she a member of the Hearth? 
or just we, a close associate. Yeah, we don't have members, the two of us, but she's a dear friend of ours, I would say. Did you get to develop the ideas of the show with her? Or did she kind of present you with a, a finished script and you guys developed it uh, on your own? Was she around in the process? Yes. Yeah, Great. She was, it was a very different script for that I read wow. when I auditioned for it. Um, and it changed a lot during the process, but we did a lot of sit-down writing sessions all together. Gracie yeah, writing, <laughs> us speaking out loud and helping her hear it. It's something that I, I mean, I don't know how to say this delicately as a cis man on a podcast. Um, I just love that this piece is about friendship in a beautiful way and seems to fit in a moment when I feel like society's finally starting to understand and um, maybe take seriously notions of female friendship mm -hmm. and how those things can manifest in the patriarchy um, while at the same time being just a really great, concise, tight script about two people. Um, it, it's like, it's not a, new, uh, not a Me Too play, but it's a play for the Me Too era. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, mm -hmm. um, can, can you talk a little bit about like why it, obviously that went into why you wanted to program this piece other than the fact that it's just a great piece but just talk to me a little bit about like where you see Athena fitting in the zeitgeist I think you hit the nail on the head with something you said which is that we are uh, enthusiastic about plays that take seriously what it feels like to grow up in a female body um, and I think I think this play takes really seriously what it feels like to make friends and what it feels like to sort of navigate the world as a young woman. Um, and to me, that's relevant not just in this particular sort of watershed moment that happens to also touch this industry, but uh, I hope always. Um, I don't know if you want to add to that. That was great. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a, uh, Gracie has said this in interviews, but for a story to show a friendship, a female friendship, especially a teenage friendship that isn't trivial mm -hmm. and isn't sort of made fun of, it's actually taken seriously, um, it's kind of big and it feels really fun to do because um, I feel like even as a teenager you're not really taking yourself seriously but you are really navigating how to be a person, especially how to be a, a female person. Um, and this story helps us, helps me at least. Like, I wish I could watch this when I was 17. Can I, can I press up the, the, the idea of you said this is, it's big. And I think I completely agree that it is big. And I think what's so great about the fact is that it does not talk about itself being big. Yes. Does that make sense? Like, yes. it's, it's just, it, it's its own thing. And it's a big thing to do that, but it shouldn't be. Yeah. And by not making it a thing, it's even more powerful doing the thing. Totally. Am I wrong on yeah, that? Yeah, it also, I don't know how to say this correctly, but it shocks me that this feels rare. That yes. this kind of... That's a really great way to put it. That it just feel like this feels like it yeah. hits a very specific, and in its specificity is broad about growing up and kind of learning the boundaries and trying to be an adult while still having all these constraints. And to see that, or I don't know what it is to see it, but to read it and to feel like <laughs> to it. I mean, someone it. just came up to me after we finished this read and said, it was, it was just being a teenager. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then he walked away and I was like, great, cool. great, great. And, but, but it was being a teenager in such a, the right way. It was yeah. not, 
I don't know. I wish I had the right words, but um, yeah, there's some lovely stuff. It's not looking down there. on being a teen and not knowing what the world is or and... celebrating the fact that like oh we're teenagers we do what we want yeah. right, 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 like right. it's not it's neither of those things mm-hmm. yeah i think a thing that gracie does really well is sort of uh develop these people from the inside out so it doesn't ever feel to me like she's uh like observing from the outside in on these people and i think it contributes to the way that we feel when we watch it i feel even as someone who's seen it a bunch of times like i'm um, sort of like getting to peek into this little thing, but not like I'm putting them in a fishbowl. And I think that's also pretty rare right now to get to see people without commentary and they're not commenting on themselves. They're just sort of being. Is that something that you, you worked with as actors? I'm, I'm sure, right? Like Mary Wallace and Athena are very different people mm-hmm. um, and come from very starkly <laughs> and explicitly stated backgrounds in the show. Um, is, is that something like given what Emma? Right. Oh man, I'm so bad with names. I'm so sorry. Uh, With what Emma just said, like, is that kind of how you worked with it? Did you, you know, go and visit your friends that grew up in Jersey and then hang out (laughs) with all of your, uh, you know, a little bit more rough and tumble Lower East Side friends? Like, what what was this? What was that about? Or what was that process like for you? Well, I feel like the character, the characters developed as our process, as we are throughout our rehearsal process. Gracie wrote some things in or changed some things, kind of with. I feel almost who we are. I don't want to really say that, but I do sort of feel like with who we are, um, there are a lot of there are a lot of traits about Mary Wallace that were me growing up, um, so they weren't really super hard to tap into. Did you get slotted into your your roles based on your physicality, <laughs> or did she mention the physicality afterward? Afterward, she added, yeah. Some, yeah, she added yeah. some of that <laughs> afterward. I love that. Yeah, I also feel like. I didn't really have to, like, there's not, there's no, like, so I'm not looking at, like, some iconic character. It's just, I'm not, like, trying to be Medea or something. I'm, like, I know what a being a teenager is, and I know what being a person is. So it's, as I mean, as far as I know it in my 24 <laughs> years. But, um, so it wasn't, like, I had to, it, it just came with, I mean, like understanding what I was saying or being honest about what I was saying and then I was like oh yeah that's that's what Mary Wallace is yeah I also just think like to tap into sort of the extremity of the feelings of being that age and knowing I like knew I mean I was I'm so competitive and I'm Mm -hmm. so like I, I just there was a lot of things that I think because it feels so true that it was just it didn't feel put on. It just felt like it could tap into what those things felt like and how to mm-hmm. communicate, try to communicate with someone yeah, else. Yeah, and Emma was really great at reeling us back in, <laughs> like, you're not making fun of teenagers. Yeah. Like, they're not, they're, they're serious. They're not trying to, like, be something. They're just acting as they're, this is what they, they believe. Yeah. They're being, they're in, like, the, your world is a lot smaller as a teenager. It expands once you move away from home and once you, like, learn what outside your hometown is and um, this is like tiny little expansion of worlds for Athena and Mary Wallace and um, yeah they're not they're not working too hard to explain themselves and you've got this super unique role where you (laughs) get to give the coda that in a way maybe encapsulates uh, again no spoilers I really want to make sure we don't spoil the play but I feel like 
it, it gets summed up. Like the, the, the more like, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? The thematic ideas of the play and, and what these like relationships are about and, and how we maybe need to, maybe these characters and those like him, like them act in the world, you help to get give that, but you, you, you get like 90 seconds to do it. <laughs> so talk to me, like, I, I'm yeah. always fascinated by that because it's a very, mm-hmm. it's a very important role but you have so little time on stage. Like, uh, talk to me about like the process of working on a play where you were given the world premiere, right? The world Very premiere well of a work, served. and you're you're like given the last minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's been great. I mean, I am just you know genuinely like so unbelievably thrilled to be a part of it, and um, and I really I really feel like a part of it, and I think that's like a testament to to you all. Um, and um, I like I just love it. I like I listen backstage every night, <laughs> and I really I feel so um, I I feel so committed to it, and I feel so um, it's just like it's so dear to me that um, stepping on in the final moment um, feels exciting every time and every night. And I think one thing that I had to think a lot about and one thing that Emma helped me with was thinking, um, at first I was sort of unsure, I think because it is sort of like you said, it's sort of like a coder, like encapsulating something, I was, um, my mind was like a little bit stuck in sort of trying to have it be some type of like statement or like rather than just like an actual character. Grand uh, gesture Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or like is it supposed to be like super crazy or funny or yeah. like rather than just being like, no, it's like another girl at the fencing club. Right. Um, like. Like Abby was saying, like a like a person <laughs> first and foremost, um, and that came you know easily when I was just able to um, basically have a conversation with Mary Wallace um, and and go from there. And if it's okay, one thing that I wanted to say that I was just thinking about listening to you all is um, I think what's so awesome and amazing about this show and about um, the Hearth is like it's I think it's kind of radical to have pieces that only have women on stage and are not even about men and are not even like and and are, don't Passes have men the in them. Test with flying colors. Yeah. But it's, but I think it's kind of amazing and I think it's like it's it's pretty cool to see something where like that's it like that's enough mm-hmm. like that is enough. So yeah. On stage and also women and non-binary artists yeah. running it backstage and putting up the set. Um, the hearth has a very, very cool thing happening. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again, it is incredibly, incredibly refreshing to enter the rehearsal room, to enter the space with them. Um, And I hope many, many people get to work with them, and that I get to continue working with them. It's one heck of an endorsement. Yeah, I can steal that sound. (laughs) (laughs) It'll be up on Go See a Show very, very soon. Uh, I hope a lot of people get out to see the show. This is really beautiful work. Uh, The show is, again, Athena. We're at Jack in Brooklyn. Uh, Show runs through? March 4th. Excellent. Just extended a day. Oh, a day. A day. day. One more day. Do it. it. I mean, judging from the house you had tonight, you need that extra day. People were clamoring to get in here, so... Um, Tickets and more information can be found at... Sadly, there are no tickets. It's all sold out. <laughs> fully sold but out. you can get, wait wait list. get on our wait list. Okay. So Email thehearthco at gmail.com. Thehearthco at gmail. Um, where can folks find more information and see photos and hear more about The Hearth? At thehearththeater.com. R-E or E-R? E-R. E-R. All right. <laughs> Second most asked question know. on this yeah. podcast. <laughs> um, thank you all so much for, for lovely work so and for hanging out the chat. Yeah. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for coming. Mm-hmm.
Thank you, Emma, Abby, Julia, and Eva, for hanging out after the show to chat. Athena runs through March 4th, 2018 at Jack. 505 and a half Waverly Avenue in Brooklyn. But as mentioned in the interview, the show is sold out. Don't let that dissuade you, though, as there is a waiting list. And while the podcast generally avoids editorializing, it's worth the effort to try to get in and see this, trust me. Head to thehearttheater.org, that's theater with an E-R, for more information and email thehearthco at gmail.com to try to get in on that waiting list. Thanks to you for listening into the podcast. If you dig it, please like it on Facebook, facebook.com slash go see a show. Follow at go see a show on Twitter and rate and or comment on the show's Apple Podcasts page. Until next time, go see a show. Awesome. Very cool. See? Super easy. Really fun. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Glad to hear it.